We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. We are rocking and rolling here at 99 The Answer, and uh, we have got Pastor Doyle Jackson here in the studio doing a little mm-hmm. Ask the Pastor, and uh, just talking about how, uh, you know, Christians, how people of faith uh, can respond to things in the culture, uh, and it is it is hard. It, I have this—there there, there are two sides, and I don't know if you feel this, Doyle, but there are two sides in, in, in me— um, you know, there's one side that um, I'm a quarter Italian, quarter Spanish, and half Norwegian. So I joke with people that I have this one side in me that is uh, very, you know, what what are you going to do? You know, that the, the, the Italian, that side. And then I have this real placid European side that if I have an attitude, I feel bad about it. Because growing up, you know, one of the things that, you know, mom would say is she's always like, you know, tones, tones, you know, you know that, that, that kind of thing. Um, and so kind of in a similar vein, what I really wanted to say before I, you know, you know, prance down that rabbit trail is there, there are two sides of me. There's the one side of that, uh, that, that, that Christian, that, that believer in Jesus Christ, that, that, uh, that man of faith who knows that God has the answers, mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, God knows what is, uh, what's going to happen and, and, and all of that. And, and there's that heart, there's a certain level of sensitivity and heart that I think uh, Christians and anybody who uh, has any level of faith would would generally agree that there's a good level of heart and sensitivity that you want to have with the culture and with issues that you see. But then there's that other side that when I look at issues like with the border and others, whether it be drugs, and and my wife and I were even uh, yesterday, we're, we're talking a little bit about the issues with uh, folks. There, there was a billboard, and it said that this guy – um, it was an ad for a, a drug addiction clinic, and the ad said, "You know, I uh, I overdosed nine times in five days. Oh man! So almost two times every day for a period of close to a week, let's say five days. So you think about things like the border. You think about people who, um, you know, are dealing with these issues, you know, with Narcan and these drugs and stuff. And it's almost like you want to say, well." You know, why are we saving these people over and over again? How do we and, – and it's just – you become callous with some of these issues. You you can you can see issues with the border. It's like, well, they can just, you know, just close it up, you know, or or just go and and just, well, why do we keep saving these people? It's, it's, but there's also that, that, that one side that I feel. Then there's the other side that I feel where it's just like, no, there, there is a certain level of heart and sensitivity. So I don't know if you feel that. But but I can feel that where there's there's almost that conservative side and there's also that 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 Christian side that I feel I feel that tension quite a bit. I don't know if you feel that way too. Yeah. Well, I think that um, America, because of our Christian heritage, okay, um, we have we do as a nation have a a Christian influence from the very beginning. Okay, I, I realize that some people get really nervous when we say that, uh, but the, it's a fact. We can't get away from it. There, there were Christians that were founders of our nation, and Christianity was a part of it. And so to say that doesn't mean 
we're trying to impose Christianity on the nation. It's a fact. Christianity was part of our our history as a nation. Now, the question is, you're, you mentioned the border, okay? So How do we respond to things like that? Well, I think that, uh, that they came to test Jesus. They tested Jesus with similar questions, and they said, so um, what about the, the taxes to Caesar, Jesus? Should we pay those? And, and Jesus said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar, and unto God what is God's. And so uh, Jesus seemed to recognize that there, there was a secular government— that was over the region of of Jerusalem and Galilee, and that he, he Jesus was not unaware of the Roman authorities. He had them, he had the centurion, he helped them. And Jesus established us to be a a multi-ethnic group of people. It, Jesus wasn't trying to create a, a kingdom in the in the earthly sense. So when we look at the border, yeah, there's people that are coming across the border that are coming for probably pure motives. They just want freedom, and they are um, oppressed where they're from. Then we have other people that are clearly being human trafficked. We know this for a fact. Yeah. And there are other people that are coming. I mean, you said 1,300 males a day in, yeah. just, in just, El Paso. just El Paso, okay? So what are all these single males coming for, okay? Uh, it's, it's probably a variety of things. So the, the people that are all compassion and they, they want to just uh, let everybody in, they need to, to find out. You know, each person has to be dealt with individually, and, and that, becomes the, that becomes the issue. How do we manage it so that we can deal with everybody? We're not dealing with it right now. Literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people are pouring across the border and into our cities, into our nation. They're not getting proper care. So even the people that are wanting to be compassionate are, are now speaking up and saying this isn't working. Well, I think it's, it's, it's also a misnomer when compassion lacks sense, for lack of a better term where if you're constantly giving to everybody without any discernment, um, I think that that, that that lacks sense. And so it's hard because, I don't, I don't know how you, how you yeah. think about this, it's hard because on one hand there is this, and I don't know if it's a, it's a societal pressure thing or if it's an internal thing, but there's this pressure of like, well, you know, Christians are always supposed to be compassionate and giving and, and all and and that in a, in a in a sense is true but there's also the side where i like to say that hey well god also gave us a brain <laughs> you know so we can we can use it as well and so i guess the tension that i'm feeling is you know we do have a responsibility to uh in some way take care of that issue but at the same time we can't just swing the doors wide open and say hey um, you know, come one, come all, because that that wouldn't be good for anybody. No, I, I think that it, it. Listen, what we're suffering from right now is a lack of leadership. We're 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 suffering from a lack of leadership on on how to solve the problem. It's it's interesting. You mentioned that Mexico is like basically okay. If America's not going to leave, we're going to come up with our fifteen point process. Yeah, and 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 that's because when there's a leadership vacuum. And a problem continues to persist. 
people will start trying to figure it out in their own way. And well, that's what's happening right now. It's, Farmers are building their own fences along the border. Yeah, I mean, what else? And that's expensive, do? and it's not yeah. easy, and it's it's not working, but they're trying. I think I think the thing the thing that frustrates me is there is this this view of like if you want to have some level of security, I mean, because what church doesn't have some sort of security alarm on it? What house doesn't have something that has some some level? Well, everybody of security? I know has locks on their doors and their windows. I mean, they don't leave their house unlocked every day, I hope. But just because you are somebody who desires security doesn't make you any less any any less compassionate. And I think that that is that is the the thing that we have to to reject in a way because it is it is not wrong to obviously desire that security, but there are people who will say, "Well, you're not being compassionate." Well, it's like, "Well, well no." I, I am, and it, it's hard to reason that. Where it, it almost feels like if you don't help people, then how are you? Then how are you? How are you doing the the, the compassionate thing? But any any solution this side of heaven is always going to not feel great because because well, there's actions you can take to, to to find a solution for this issue. But it's, it's sometimes it's it, and largely it's it's not going to feel good when you try to find a solution for this. Somebody's well, going to lose. The, the issue is this. I mean, just because if, if I'm sick, okay, and I just go to the pharmacy and I say, I'm sick, I need some medicine, and if they just reach up and grab any medicine off the shelf and hand it to you, well, that that's not a solution. You're giving them a medicine, but you're not giving them the diagnosis and then picking the proper medicine. And what we're saying right now is we're just letting them into the country. We're not diagnosing it. We're not... We're not evaluating uh, each person according to their need, and then we're not really caring for them. And that's not the picture of the church in the New Testament. So in the New Testament, it, it says that the, the Greek widows were complaining they weren't getting cared for. And so the apostles, they got together, they met, they prayed, they selected seven guys to, to care for those widows. You, you fast forward in, in the New Testament, it says not every widow is supposed to be put on the widow's list. So the church has a responsibility to be doing the diagnosis and then helping the people. And and our government has a responsibility to diagnose the people that are coming. Now, at the moment, the the border patrol and the people that are working there are saying we're not we're not getting what we need in terms of a policy on how to deal with this. And and that's why the problem exists right now. Yeah, it seems like they're going to be uh, adding some more National Guard uh, soldiers down there. The Department of Defense is going to have another 800 there. But, I mean, when you think about the uh, 3,300 uh, soldiers that are going to be uh, added to uh, the border, it, uh, it is, uh, it, it's, it's just going to be difficult to, uh, to counteract all that. Let's talk some more. We'll ask the pastor a little bit more here on 98.9 The Answer. It's Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley. And we're rocking and rolling here on 98.9 The Answer. I am Vince Tornado, and for Bruce Hooley, I'll be with you here tomorrow. We are asking the pastor here on this hour with Doyle Jackson. He is the pastor of the church next door. And they've got a great show called Your Next Step. You can listen to it on uh, The Answer's sister station. It is 880 WRFT. So flip it over to AM, and you can listen to them 1030 weekdays. 
And also check out the podcast. Look for Your Next Step. And also uh, A Year in the Bible with Doyle Jackson. It's a great podcast as well. And uh, for the sake of full disclosure, I happen to produce those shows. So it's a uh, great pleasure to have a uh, friend in the studio. It is Doyle Jackson again yeah. from the church next door. And we're talking about, you know, how Christians, because um, I would imagine that, uh, you know, the individual listening right now is somebody who does have some sort of uh, uh, flirtation with faith, if you will. And, um, you know, it is something when you look at the issues with the border, you don't want to be completely callous, but there's a certain level of like, you know, wisdom that uh, may not always be the most uh, touchy-feely um, solution that we need. And so I, I guess what I hear you saying is, you know, it is it is not wrong for somebody who calls themselves a Christian to say, no, we got to close things up and, and do things responsibly, because there's examples in the Bible that talk about, hey, not everybody got healed, not everybody got this, not everybody got to, you know, get a, uh, you know, a, a a piece of the spiritual action, so to speak. You know what I mean? It's just like it, there, there is a structure to, uh, a structure and a process to giving that has to be there. Yeah, I mean, he, listen, even Jesus, when he talked about the, the way, he talks about a narrow way and a broad way. He, he, he says that we don't have lots of options, okay? We just have one, one way, a relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, every religion out there actually thinks that they are the exclusive way. I know people think that it's different, but but they don't. Every religion out there uh, has a level of exclusivity. But when we go to the New Testament, it's very clear that um, there were parameters. Jesus didn't heal everybody by the pool of Bethesda. Uh, Not every woman that came to the church and asked for help uh, made it to the widow's list and received that help. Yet, okay, if we have the means and the resources, yeah, we we truly try to to make that difference. Listen, I I know very little about the border. I used to live in McAllen, Texas. I lived for a summer uh, along the border, and we used to go across oh, regularly to Reynosa across the border. And um, we I worked for a mission organization that um, had planted churches for forty years all across Mexico. And the, the mission was handing off all its leadership to uh, a Mexican leadership team. And everything in Mexico was run by m- pastors from Mexico. They had their own schools and everything. And what we did was we took uh, American uh, teenagers and college students to, to work across the border. And we had to go through the border uh, many times. We had to follow the process and to go and visit Mexico, and then to come back in the United States. And we're just not getting that that level of support right now. And it's it was because we believed and we respected Mexico that we followed those uh, standards, and we respected the United States in that process. And that's what isn't being respected right now. It's not really being honored. I guess what I come back to is this, is— you know, it it is not calloused or uncaring to have some structure and process to to that giving or to entry into into the U.S. And I think what I hate is when I see people that just have any lack of feeling or emotion when it comes to dealing with issues like this because it's very complicated. And I, I, I just, 
it, it's hard. It, it, it's hard because you see the need to protect what you have, but we look at what we do have and the resources that we can give, and if we're not wise with those, then those things are going to be toast and gonzo. So I, I, I guess the next thing down the road in this conversation is, you know, you are on the front lines of the the spiritual border, so to speak. You are somebody who's been a pastor for 30 years, yep. um, largely here in central Ohio, in, in Hilliard. you got the church next door there. Um, what, what, how can people find hope? Like, where, where, where is the joy? Where, where is the, instead of being, like, upbeat and downbeat of, like, look at these issues, like, how do you, how do you yourself kind of center yourself and, and chill out? Well, every week, every week you have an opportunity to actually meet people from all over the world here. That there, there. I mean, the other day we were out walking at the church, and uh, my wife met a couple that's from Pakistan. Wow! They they legally emigrated here, okay, um, and yet we also meet people that are here, and they've they've come in the United States, and they've come illegally. And they're here, and you present yourself. They're people. They they bear the image of God. They're human beings. They're worthy of uh, life and, and, and care and love, okay? But, you know, you meet people every day, and you may not have the resources at the time to help that person. Someone who's asking, and and you say, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have that with me right now, okay? That's not evil on your part. You may want to. And and that's what you're feeling. You feel everybody wants to be liked. I get it, but I can't. I can't pay for everybody's college. I don't have that. You know. But how do you? How do you yourself like? You know, because because you see much like a border agent, you sees all the activity happening on the southern border. You are on the spiritual front line, so to speak. So how do you yourself? Um, you know, relax and uh, and and rest in the gospel. How do you do that? Well, I, I have to pray every day that uh, God will guide me, and I spend time in in the Word, and then I just have to make logical decisions about my time. I only have so much time every day, and so I give people my time, and then I have to have, yeah, I have to have the time when I, I rest and I separate from people, and that's what that's what a border is. It's a healthy boundary. Yeah, borders, uh, borders and boundaries uh, aren't uh, aren't uh, hateful or mean. They're they're it's responsibility, and I just I just hate this this misnomer that uh, people go and and they say, well, uh, you know, you should always be loving. Well, it, it is loving, you know, because we 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 you you have to have a again, like I've been saying, a certain responsibility and a process to your giving. Well, you have you have you have little children, right? Yeah, you don't let them uh, play. In the street, you you most you, days uh, Wednesdays maybe you 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 don't allow <laughs> that. It's it, you know the reason when when your children are little, you teach them to stay on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's not because you want to harm them; it's because you love them, and it, you you have a, a healthy boundary there. And I think the world in which we live, you know, some people would say, "Well, you're you're being cruel," but no, you're not being cruel. You're just saying, "I I can't do that. I'm trying to give you my best." And, and you're honoring them, and you actually honor people when you give them your time wisely, as opposed to just giving everybody your time. All right, well, as we're wrapping up here, uh, where can folks find you, and, and uh, what's happening at the uh, church next door? 
they can find us at uh, thechurchnextdoor.org. Uh, in terms of, we have worship services every weekend, Saturday night at 5, Sunday mornings at 9.20 and 11 a.m., so they have three options. And, of course, you can go to thechurchnextdoor.org and watch the services live because it's a digital world. But don't stop there. Don't look at your computer screen. Get involved. Uh, get connected with folks. That's what you need. You you need a relationship with people, and um, that's why this is important. Yeah, I think uh, you know one of the things that uh, COVID's done a lot of bad. Um, as, as we all know, we don't need to go down that pathway of all the uh, negative things that have happened. But one of the things that I have realized in a quote unquote post COVID world is the fact that uh, seeing people is so important and uh, having that in your life is uh, is, uh, is critical Being as well. Being together is much more important than we imagined. Oh, yeah. And it's good for our mental health. It's good for our physical health, our, our emotional life. And so that's, that's what we're learning. Yeah, so uh, make sure you get involved and uh, stay engaged. And, uh, and uh, really, um, and I think, too, one thing that people are afraid of doing is uh, exchanging ideas and thoughts. And, and I think yeah. that you have to get out there and you have to go and uh, make sure that uh, you have legitimate relationships with people. Like, you're not just uh, tiptoeing uh, through those uh, uh, tulips of, uh, of, of, a, of a relationship and you're not... You're not, uh, you know, getting into all of those, uh, uh, you know, oh, these issues aren't important. You, you got to dive in. You got to have uh, tight relationships with people and make sure that you address uh, those truths with them as well. So, all right, we'll be uh, back uh, next week, not next week, tomorrow, and uh, let's talk some more right here. Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley on 98.9 The Answer.